So, welcome back to PTSD. Uh, kind of, re- in the first episode, gave you kind of an overview. So, a different overview or analogy, I guess, that you could use is it's it's kind of like a colonoscopy. I don't oh, know how you say shit. it. Oh, shit. Redo it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, the procedure where you go to the doctor and they <laughs> stick, stick a it with colonoscopy. A colonoscopy. There you go. Where they stick it with a sun don't shine. You walk out of there feeling a little weird. You didn't really want to go in the first place, but you knew you had to. And overall, you know you're a better person and you don't have cancer. So that's kind of what this podcast <laughs> is, I guess you would say. Um, and so we'll go around and introduce yourself. Today, our, to my left is... Uh, Warren Zane, back at it again. And again, to my right is... Callaway Winans. And today on the hot seat, uh, so to say, is... Uh, Bennett Riddell. Bennett Riddell. He is kind of dreading this today. He's... Uh, he feels as if we might go a little harsh than we did on Warren, even though Warren feels like we might have gone a little harsh on him. So we're going to start it off the way we do every time. Uh, how would you describe yourself to the to those listening, Ben Riddell? I would describe myself as um, procrastinator, uh, s- sports lover, football fan, I would say. Uh, I care about what my family thinks about me and what others think about me a lot. And I bet we're going to touch on all of this right now. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't, that's just some of it. Don't want to interrupt you, but just based on your first answer, the first thing you said about yourself was negative. You I mean, you don't need to be bragging about yourself, but the first thing you said was negative. And then the second thing you talked about was where you would place your identity, which would be through football or sports. And I think that that's just that's just funny on how you describe yourself. That's why the initial question is what it is, is because the way we would describe ourselves is the way we view ourselves internally. So um, now I, that's how you view yourself, and I don't think that's necessarily how – that would be the bad, I guess, people would say to you, but I don't think that's initially what people look at you and see. So that's why we'll have Warren go first and say, how would you describe it? <clears throat> Um, piggybacking off in Christian, I feel like that's right. I feel like people do not view you and think of procrastinator as immediately. Um, as a friend of yours throughout high school, if I had to describe you, I would say, um, probably use the word cool. And that kind of overarches a lot of different subjects in like, um, school being social, um, that guy just being everywhere, you know? Um, I feel like everything that went on throw a high school party, non-party, whatever, you were there. And um, so cool, you know, included, you were a smart kid. I don't know about smart, smart, but um, <laughs> you got you got around. You got oh, good around. Student, good student. So he's a good student. <clears throat> he's great at making friends. You know, he's always out there, putting himself out there. Um, so, yeah, I feel like that's how I would describe Bennett. I would probably describe Bennett as a uh, really passionate guy Um, I think that there's always a different thing that he's applying himself at whether that's you know his girlfriend or sports or friends or school there's always something that Bennett's really focusing on and I think that that's a big part of what makes him who he is to where he jumps around being really devoted to a bunch of different things and and he really applies himself uh, to those, which I respect about him. 
yeah, I think you guys touched on two big things about Bennett that I would describe him as. But, you know, I go back to when I met him. I just know him. First time I met him, we were probably six years old in football. And, you know, you'd see him around. And when he was younger and all the way until we became good friends about seventh grade, he was just – he was cool. Like, you – he hung out with older people, his friends. His brother and his sister, he hung out with their friends, you know. He was always, like, the, the cool kid, you know. I feel like hung out with cool people, all, all of that. And I think that just went into – I feel like when I was friends with him when I was younger, he was always a super confident kid, you know. I never saw him doubt himself. He was always – people would call him short a little, but he'd always have a funny comeback or he would never – you would never take things personally. He always just kind of – had a little smile on his crooked teeth, and that was just who Bennett was. And I feel like it, it's just weird to see because I have I'm a weird I have a weird relationship where when we were in seventh grade we were super close and we stayed close through all of high school so I could see that change in him. Um, but I would just describe him as yeah, a passionate kid, a hard worker at something he cares about or he's forced to care about, and um. Just a really easygoing guy that's you always want to invite. You know, there's just people you don't necessarily know why you invite them or what they add to it, but you just you enjoy their company, and uh, I think that's that's who Bennett is. Do you have anything you want to say back to these people that said these things to you? Uh, I was gonna, I was trying to figure out how to say what Callaway was saying with, and you said it where once I get into something, I have to perfect it. And then, or get really good at it. And then once I get really good at it, I just find something else. Yeah. And then I'm on to my next thing. You've always, it's always been like that. I remember the first, it's always been, you know, NFL football we've always stayed with, but it was Madden Mobile, sports cards, you know. Like bottle flipping trick shots. And then it went to, like, now I'm playing golf, trying to beat my score, but I don't think that's a sport that you can perfect. Yeah, it was so always. I'm gonna be playing that sport a while. Yeah, it's always been something I feel might go into your obsessive attitude, where you definitely have a what's it called? An not an obsessive, but a uh, what's it called? OCD. No, yeah, addictive personality where you get on one thing and then Fortnite, anything it was that we always and it is just funny because I'm kind of the opposite guy <laughs> where I like to do something because it's fun, but I don't really care that much about certain things so it's just kind of funny to see that we were best friends all through high school and it was we were opposite in that way um so shedding light to my guys on the right what do you admire about ben or something that you know you guys kind of touch on that but specifically one thing that you've always liked about bennett i think Something I'm, I've always been jealous of Ben um, is that he's he's good at pretty much everything. Like, first time he picks up a golf club, he's already, like, given me some competition i got to worry about and um, picks up any video game he wants whenever. And I think anything Ben applies himself at, he, he's just automatically good at. And that's something I, I think uh, I'm jealous of some of the time, but... At the same time, I think it's I really admire that that he's so talented in that way. Yeah, I, I 100% <clears throat> agree with that. Um, 
like piggybacking off what I said earlier about you know him being the cool guy, I feel like one thing I admire about him, like Christian said earlier too, um, is that him growing up, even though I didn't know him that much when he was younger, a little bit in middle school, but um, he always grew up, you know, hanging out with older kids. Um, it doesn't matter if they were a year older or two years. Um, I feel like for him, he was always just very likable person because he always knew everyone, hung out with everyone, everyone knew him. I feel like for him growing up, it was just kind of, <clears throat> it was, I feel like it was more easy going than other people. You know, other people have to, uh, had to like see what friend group they fit into, um, really see um, what friends are loyal or what friends they could trust. I feel like for him, he was just born to, I don't know, his fate just led him to these friend groups. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like he just fit in everywhere, and it was just like Christian said, he's a very easygoing person, so he was very likable. So that's one thing I would say I like about him. Yeah, I going further on that. That's what I was gonna touch on for Bennett is uh, he was going off that he was cool. Ever everyone, he just seemed to stay out of drama, and he never seemed to like put him. In his, like, he would be himself, you know, but at the same time, like, everyone would just like that about him, you know? He never really tried to fit in, but he just did everywhere. And I, and I, I didn't really realize it till later. I mean, Benny, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I felt like I always needed Bennett more than he needed me, you know? Like, I always felt like I was, you know, using him as, like, a blanket or a beard. But I, I just kind of always... I thought that, you know, if I wanted to hang out with cooler people, I just need to be friends with Bennett. And then I know, like, he opened to me later, like, oh, I I feel, not that, he felt like we were equals more so, too, which I didn't feel like, would you? No, yeah, I, I always, I never thought that, uh, what did you say, that you needed me more? I felt like it was always mutual, that we both were like a team growing up, like, with girls, like, we couldn't go, like, we couldn't talk, well, maybe you, because you have more confidence, but, like, wherever you went, I was there, wherever I went, you were there, because, like, we were just a team. Yeah, it was just Ben and Christian. Yeah, we were just, that's why we won Best Bromance. We were just a team going through whatever life, growing, growing up together, and without, we had just did everything, so, yeah, no, I Yeah, no, because we'd always, you know, we just bounce stuff off each other, because, yeah. you know, like, oh, you would have, you kissed the girl first, but I would do this first, or. Yeah. I, you got in a relationship first, but I got my heart broken for, you know, like things yeah. like that where it was just kind of bouncing back and forth where we needed and each it was other cool at certain times. we, no matter what it was, we always helped each other through it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I feel like, yeah, that's what makes friendship so strong, I guess, closer. Um, so this is where I feel like. <laughs> now it's going to get intense. Yeah. Cause we'll kind of focus in more just on Bennett, but, um. About yourself, not necessarily what would you change, but one thing you kind of feel is holding you back in life, something that you feel is hindering your happiness in general or whatever. Uh, like this is something to change about myself or something? Yeah, like if you, kinda? yeah, or just, yeah, a destructive uh, trait or something. Something, maybe my, I'm not very considerate, like... I'm not great with gifts. I can't remember the last time I got any one of these guys a birthday present. Uh, but, like, I feel like I can still show 
that I care about them in other ways, but like it's the small things that I'm not really good with or just communication. Uh, I just, something about me, I just always like care what others think about me because like growing up, like, yeah, I kind of know that I was a cool kid because I was hanging out with my older siblings, but like now that I grow up and now I'm the senior, now I'm caring about what others think of me because like I don't have those people to hang out with yeah they're not true you're just they're not necessarily your people and you're not around them yeah constantly giving you that validation so you're having a good time or you're there just how i'm kind of inconsiderate or i can't really communicate well like my feelings or emotions and how i care about what others think about me a lot that's why i'm kind of always negative on myself because if i set low expectations of myself then what others think of me it's just gonna be better it's just gonna be better than what i already think of myself um, do you think that, yeah, so do you, sorry, I'm just trying to think of the words, why do you, do you have an idea of why you said that, like, you said those expectations, but why, in the first place, you think I that? I definitely think where this comes from, it's from my dad. I've always wanted to have my dad's approval and be my dad's favorite kid. And so my dad, my dad forced me to be the quarterback. My dad forced me to do all the things that I loved. And my dad always like forced me to be the cool kid. And like, I gotta thank him for like where I am today. But also it's, I just practically get everything from my dad. Like how I, how I am today is just, I'm kind of a spitting image of him. Yeah. I want to. First say, I apologize to offending anyone or, you know, I'm just speaking of what I've seen and observed. I could be a completely out of pocket. But what I've seen with Bennett is I see a, with his dad. His dad, I have never questioned from the first time I was over there that his dad didn't care about him loved him. He is always a great dad. He was always there at every single game. Even though he worked hard, he was, he was always there for me. He coached us when we were younger. He was always there to give Bennett advice. But I do think his dad was hard on him too. You know, he didn't really, his dad was probably, you know, he's a head coach of a football team, so they're usually always pretty harsh on their kids. And so I feel like your dad loves you so much that he wants to push you to be, you know, super, be the best you can. You know, he expects the best out of you, and he wants to help you achieve that. And I feel like, you know, the way he displays that has really positive side effects is you've done well in the football field you've done well in the classroom you've done well socially but at the same time it hurts you too in certain ways you know like you say you're not as confident as you feel like you want to be and I think the one thing I find interesting like you said you're a spitting image of him I think your dad's your best friend you know I think you guys get along more than anyone he understands you more than anyone and you understand him almost more than anyone but I also think he at the same time he's the hardest on you you know than anyone and i think that's f- correlates to the people you keep around your life you know what i mean i think you enjoy people who give you that validation he, r- like give you that validation that you care about but at the same time you need them to kind of tear you down in a way because you do that to yourself right you know what i mean so yeah. i feel it once you gain that confidence in yourself that's when you kind of you take that negativity they put on you and you use that as fuel or to be better or, you know, kind of accept it. But 
Um, we still haven't seen what what would we'll go more into that. But what what about you, Warren? What would you <clears throat> kind of dig into Bennett about? It's kind of hard for Warren. Warren well, and I didn't really yeah up together. Anyway. All I gotta say is um, coming into high school um, immediately, um, Declan and I. You guys might not know Declan, Declan Pollen, but we were like really close, and um, of course Declan is kind of like a mirror image of. Maybe Bennett in a little bit and where um, he always hung out with older people because his brother was older. You know, they had this whole group called um, FB, short term for uh, but, but, but um, they always hung together. And so Declan, for Declan, you know, he always got that validation of, oh, he's hanging out with the cooler kids. Oh, you know, they're having fun. Oh, he was looked up to because he was, you know, just not, kind of out of his um, grade level and he was more mature. He was drinking or whatever or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Just keep going. But, um, um, yeah, so I feel like coming into high school, you know, like Christian said earlier, Christian and um, Bennett were really tight. So I feel like for, as as a person in general, coming into high school, I feel like you always look for, you know, who's that other group who are, like, the cool kids, you know. as Coming into high school, you want to make new friends, but you also want to, you know, look around and just be like, who's there? And I feel like for me, the first two people to pop up would be, Either Bennett or Christian, because they were always hanging out with the older girls, this, this either junior girls or the senior girls, and we were always hanging out with the older guys. So it was kind of like this mismatch. And, it was um, destined to be. Yeah, and it was just um, that was really funny, and that was uh, I feel like that's kind of what brought us together in a way because of that. You know, at first maybe it didn't go well because of conflicts or whatever, but um, I knew from the get go that it was gonna somehow interconnect somewhere down the road and now you know it's our looking back it's our senior year you know we've been getting closer each and each year um but something that Bennett did not touch about um I feel like something I should chew him out a little bit is probably his laziness and his procrast and he procrastinates so much he touched up on being either his confidence or his miscommunication his gifts um I feel like he definitely shows in other ways that he cares about you, not just by, you know, giving gifts. These are materialistic things. I feel like for him, he's just always there. You know, he's a loyal guy, and I feel like that comes from sports. You know, football, all the coaches, you know, emphasize that, you know, if you play this together, you're a family. And I play basketball, and I really understand what they go through. I feel like loyalty is something important. I feel like for him, a lot of his loyalty goes to his friend and family. That's why he's so uh, worried about their approval or their validation, and um, that's something that I feel like is really good about him, but um, definitely I wish he could just be a little bit more active, or just be a little bit more, you know, not active technically in the way of like going out, but like just be more um, aware. Bring back the old Ben. Yeah, the old Ben. That's that's a big word to throw out there. You, you want to give it a little yeah. attention? Um, I'll touch on that more when I go into a kind of when I dig into him, but we already, already did, but more so. You can go, Cal. Uh, I guess I had a question, kind of ba- based off of what Warren brought up. Um, I, I guess I would ask you, Ben, why do you think, like, starting high school, like, we were both good students together, and we were both doing really good in the top of the class and doing all the work. Um, more so than now, I, I guess I would just want to ask, like, what do you think happened over time to where 
like, and I, I think we both feel this way, but like to where it's just like, it's so easy to be lazy and procrastinate all the time. Like why we both do it? Or yeah, but I mean, more specifically you. Yeah, you actually do it. Uh, I think I just got in a way, I think it was sophomore year when I just like found like the easy way out or like I learned how to just push my like worries and stress about an assignment all the way to the end and then I don't know why I do it to myself but it just instead of like constantly worrying about it I just push it all the way to the end and then it's just floods in all at once uh but I don't know why uh I do it to myself it's just I'm lazy I just always tell myself okay at 10 o'clock I'm gonna do it then it's 10 and then I go okay 10 15 I'm gonna do it then I don't do it at 10 15 and it just keeps pushing back and I'm like I'll just do it tomorrow and I don't know how that started but uh I think it may have came from my uh watching my brother and my dad actually because my brother my dad would help my brother with his homework and I would see them playing video games until 12 o'clock and my dad would go to bed and then I see my brother starting at 12 in the morning I'm like or 12 at night and so I just looked up to him I'm like okay that's the way to do it yeah I don't think that I don't think your procrastination necessarily displays like a super deep I honestly think your type of kid if you can find the easiest way to do something you're gonna do that yeah. no it's just what. work it's work smarter not harder I don't want to yeah and um I feel like a big thing with that, Bennett, too, is just, you know, I feel like all, all of us can relate just that one time procrastinating and then you still getting in. And I feel like for all of us, it's that we haven't received that repercussion yet where, like, you didn't, you weren't able to get something done. You know, you you had a it's huge... worked out so far. Yeah, it's worked out so far. That's why, you know, I feel like everyone can relate to that to a certain extent. But for Bennett, in a way, it's just, you know, that's something he's just been falling back on because he's always been able to get it done even if it's, you know, an hour before midnight, before it's due or whenever. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so for me, I'll kind of dive in to... We'll go into the stages of my relationship with Bennett and kind of how things that stay the same but I struggle with. The first thing he touched on in the beginning was just his consideration thing. I just was completely different. I was just, I always focused on like the little things. So I was just growing up an observant person. So, you know, I'd always remember birthdays. I'd always like post for a birthday. You know, I'm just like that type of person. I just feel like those little things add up and they make that person feel that much better. And I enjoy making my friends feel good. But then once I had a friend like Bennett, it took me a while to understand that not everyone's like that. And I'm not saying that's a good, like just accept it about Bennett, but I need to learn that that stuff takes time. You know, if he wasn't raised a certain way or if he didn't do something like that, it, it wasn't, I couldn't get, get mad at him. You know, he, I had to teach him, you know, things like that. And I also realized, like, I remember one time I was at Bennett's house and it's, we had been hanging out for a couple of weeks and I go downstairs into his pantry and I pour myself a bowl of cereal. And like, we'd been hanging out for a couple of months and he goes like, what the hell are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm having cereal. Like, we haven't eaten all day. We've been running around solving. And he goes, Did you, like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, I, I didn't think this was a big deal. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, yeah, like, you can't do that. And I'm <laughs> like, okay. Because, like, the way I grew up is any of my friends came over, even with, like, Callaway growing up, 
anything, you know, we want, like, go grab a bag of chips or whatever, grab a cookie. But I didn't realize Bennett didn't have friends like that growing up. He, he didn't have the, fr- like, great friends growing up that were, yeah, he had close friends, but they weren't, they acted differently, you know? I'm not saying who, what friends did that or did not do that, but I know, and then I had a, con- it took me a while, and I was like, hey, like, why is that a big deal for you? And he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, why can't I go in the pantry? And he goes, I don't know. I'm like, that's not normal. Like, if you come over to my house or we go over to someone's house, like, they, they offer you food or, like, it's cool to go eat some of their food, you know? Like, as long as you're not diving in, he goes, well, I don't know. And I just didn't realize that where I was kind of his, one of his first friends to be kind of different, you know? Like, I wasn't – I didn't hang out with the kids he did, you know? It was just a little different. And I feel like – so you see these things, like, with Bennett – you might have a flaw, but you can work through, you know, it's not like he's, he's not a super stubborn guy in that way, and so that was kind of like my first problem, and then, um, in the next kind of problem I had with Bennett, let's say it was like our freshman to sophomore year, and I didn't, this wasn't a big deal, but it was just kind of like, I, when you're your freshman sophomore year, you're just trying to be cool, you don't really want to get worried about that and stuff, so I was kind of, focused on um I felt like sometimes he was trying to be friends with other people instead of me you know like he wasn't looking out for me yeah uh freshman year or sophomore year is just in high school and Christian and I already went through sixth seventh eighth grade together and then once we hit freshman I see like oh maybe like we can uh branch out like branch out our friendships but I never really wanted to like never like intended or wanted to like lose a friendship but I just was like maybe we can like start bringing more people into what Christian and I had together and our bond and because like Christian and I had a special bond or still do but we have a special bond but uh I just freshman sophomore year I wanted people like maybe join in I don't know get a group because I saw Warren already touched up on it I saw FB and I wanted to uh create a group like that at a young age and have like this brotherhood outside of football where I could uh, lean on everyone like a group of guys that I trust as much as Christian as much as I did with Christian yeah I uh because going to high school I had a little more drama follow me I don't I just put myself in bad situations sometimes and Ben just wasn't used to I guess you'd say and it just would have been like I just felt like it would have been nice to have someone to like stand up for me in a way but I couldn't it would just be nice for him to offer you can't ask someone to do that stuff for you you know and it was just kind of wanting that to be done anyways and I I have to take responsibility for the stuff I do you know I can't drag someone else in my drama but yeah so that was kind of something I struggled with and then um the the wrath came in of Rylan and that was kind of the I think that was what our relationship has stood the test to, just because um, I'll have Bennett touch on their relationship in a second. But for me, before he starts talking about her, uh, I'm a person who cares about my friends a lot, and when I see something that's hurting them, I don't like that, and I, I want to protect them from that, and you can't do that because, you know, sometimes people love or want to be with the people they want to be with, and it's just hard to kind of accept that. So if you want to touch on that, Ben. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Rylan wasn't the greatest 
to me, but I feel like maybe it came from like my relationship with my mom where it was, my mom has always been super generous and gave me whatever I wanted and super loving with me. And so I've kind of became uh, dependent because of that. So I always lean on one person. And so girl wise, I've never really talked to a bunch of girls at once. I just talk to one and I try forcing them into what I think uh, is what would be my ideal like girlfriend. So in the case with Rylan, uh, she probably wasn't too, wasn't the best or not. I didn't really have the best relationship with her. Uh, toxic, but twice, Dif two twice. I don't want to go into detail about it, but she just didn't treat me right, and I guess I let her walk all over me, but uh, I was too busy trying to force her to be something that she's just not, and I'm still uh, learning this of accepting people for who they are because Rylan's probably the complete opposite of what my mom is. Yeah, I and I want someone who I can bring home to my family or just uh, good humor and not drama, no drama at all. But I was, with Rylan, it was uh, hard to put her into what I thought I wanted in a girl or what I still want in a girl. But I was just trying to force her to be something that she's just not. Yeah, I think, I, I guess... I'm just a big believer in, like, the relationship you have with your parents or just in general what happens in your youth kind of reflects on what happens later in life. And I think Rylan's kind of the whole relationship he had with her. You know, I and I knew Rylan, and personally, I don't really have a problem with her. I think she's nice, and I, but I just think she wasn't the right person to Bennett, and I don't think they brought out the best in each other. You know what I mean? So I think she was the complete opposite for all the reasons that Bennett kind of resented his mom in a way, I guess you would say, or the things he found flaws in her was the opposite of Rylan. So he liked that about her. Like he said, like his mom's a super caring, she, she's a caring person, but just his mom's a super nice person, very sociable, always is trying to, you know, do good by people. And I feel like Rylan's not, she's more of a, in, or a, what's it called? Introvert. And, you know, kind of more about her close circle. And I think this goes back to what we were talking about earlier of his dad. I think he, they, he has that similar relationship with her where um, he enjoys when she gives him that really good positive reinforcement because he feels like he needs to work for it, which isn't how a relationship would go. And that's why I always thought it was super toxic is because that love should just come unconditionally without all the bad stuff. But that's not something Bennett was used to, I guess you would say. Um, so that was kind of why, uh, I think most people know, we'll let you know, like Ben and I kind of grew apart a little bit through like the end of our junior year and senior year it was just cause it was hard for me to be a, like, I, I, I was just, I would be mean to Bennett just because I didn't like that he was with her. And like, it was just super hard for me to see that. And if you want to talk about that too, I, I was just like. I, it was hard for me to kind of see my friend going through this again, and I know how it was going to turn out. I knew it wasn't. He just, he wasn't the best self when he was with her. 
And that's why before you said bring back the old Bennett because sophomore year I felt and I knew I was like I'd be super outgoing. I'd go to all the parties and be friends with everyone. I wanted to be friends with everyone. And then once I started dating Rylan, uh, uh, Christian already touched up about it. It's like I always wanted that. She was the one person that didn't really acknowledge me or didn't really care for who I was. And so I always wanted to push for that and get her to like recognize me. Uh, and then like once we started dating, uh, she would get mad at me for hanging out with my friends or just simple things. And at the time I was thinking there was no harm in it because I didn't think it was going to go that far. But it got to the point where I wasn't allowed to hang out with Christian at all, hang out with, go to anyone's house. Like It's only just her. And it was, took a while to actually see that, but yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be back. I'm trying to bring my old self back because I want to, uh, still have the relationship of, or my high school relationships after college and still be friends with all the guys that I'm, with. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the difference now is like you just said it's your own words. You are trying to go out there, you know, like you just did that naturally before, you know, and I feel like even though you're not with her, it takes a while to kind of get back to yourself because you were in a relationship so long like that. So you get used to a way of life and I just think that's obviously why we've, you know, gotten closer since you guys haven't really been together and stuff like that. But I still think I think she was on the epitome of, you know, we're going to still dive in more. Um, why I feel sometimes you have a destructive tendency. Like, you keep things around that you know aren't good for you, but you do them anyways. And I, I do have any intuition onto that. I know, like, one thing all of us shit on you for is, like, the food you eat, for example. <laughs> like, do you have anything to say about that? Uh... No, I don't. I don't know why I have uh, destructive tendencies, but my uh, family always uh, makes fun of me for like the food I eat. It's just root beer, Skittles. But they all they don't. Uh, I just play it off like it doesn't really affect me. I just play it off with coming back with a cool comeback or something where I just show that I don't really care. But deep down, it's. I kind of do for a little bit, but I forget about it, I guess. But I don't I don't really know why I have destructive tendencies. I really don't. Yeah, I I don't really know the answer either. I, it was, I don't, I'm obviously not a psychologist. Some of them are more straightforward. But I think it's just funny with certain things like that. Or the food you eat, it's just, you grew up on it. And we all grew up on, you know, not the best food, but we tend to evolve. But yours was just a little more not that healthy mcdonald's and things like that but um there's that and then uh other i mean i i could be wrong i could be fall victim to this too but other than like me i would say i feel like you've also had friends that kind of were douchebags to you is there a reason like do you have anything to like touch on that uh, in the beginning when I grew up, I think I was just forced into some friendships because, uh, our mom, we went to the same school and our moms were friends. So I was forced to hang out with them 
and then they would just rub off on me. And then, like Christian said, when, uh, like the person who rubbed off on me about when Christian reached in to my pantry to get food was Lars. I remember going into his house and trying to make myself some mac and cheese or something, and then he got super, uh, what is it, like possessive with me or something, where it's like, that's my food, you can't have it or something, and so I thought that was normal, and so when I Christian did it, it just, that's rubbed off on me, so I don't know why I have... I don't know why I can't. I'm still trying to figure it out, but I don't know why I have. Uh, well, cause I harm myself. I think the thing with your like friendships like that, it's it's funny because you're not like that with the other friends. Like we were always friends. Like we never sh- shit on each other. We were never like rude. We always like build each other up, you know. But I think it's just funny you still have friends like that, and I I don't say like that's wrong. Like we all have friends, you know. Like they're kind of douchey sometimes and stuff like that, but. Overall, I feel like a good friendship. Most people, time you're kind of just building each other up, and you, you know, you joke around with each other here and there when it's like funny and stuff like that. But well, I, I feel like I'm just used to being uh, quoted shitted on because, <laughs> like, my family has always uh, quoted shitted on me because they just see me as this confident kid where it's nothing could get to them. And so when I hang out with my friends, I kind of take it there, like, uh, Logan. Logan shits on me every day, but I just deflect it because I think they're joking, or I just, I don't really, I don't know, I just doesn't really get to me that much, and then, or at least I don't feel like it gets to me, but in a way it does when I, when it shows that I, I'm not confident, and that's probably a result of when people shit on me. Yeah, because I feel like when you were the most confident, you didn't have... Because I would say you, like, your most confident was between like 8th grade and sophomore year. And that was like, you know, like Carlo, you had girls like Ava Tankersley. You know, like there was just people around you that you liked. And like Marlies, you know, like they were Francesca. Yeah. Like they were never putting you down, you know. And you always, you had that confidence that you, you know, sometimes you mask. And I, and I feel like that's just, that's the bed that does great and most people like and i and there's no harm in changing and stuff like that but you know i think it just over time you see these little things and it, it doesn't you don't really realize it until kind of people point it out and i think one thing too that's huge is um when people this is at least what i do when people shit on me um you gotta make them feel bad for it like i don't ever like when you'll notice like when people Shit on me. I'll make an excuse, you know, like, that's obviously your first one is to get defensive about it, but if, like, uh, I think the biggest thing is to make them feel bad for it, you know what I mean? Like, don't kind of come back at them or don't hurt them, because I feel like when someone says something to you or talks down to you, not you in general, but anyone, um, your initial reaction is like, oh, I'm going to say a comeback. I'm going to get them back or say something and deflect it, but I feel like when you're, you make them feel bad for it, they're not as likely to do it again because they, they feel bad, like, oh, I, I don't want to do that. I didn't know he was touchy about it. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with not saying, like, you don't need to be... It's really awkward if you're like, hey, that was rude. But, you know, being like, oh, like, that was a good joke. Like, I like that. Or stuff like that. And you do that, too. But, I don't know. I think that's just all better. But, you know, I... 
the thing that I've always too more admired about Ben is he does work on himself. You know, like we would we have this conversation, we all do, but we he's not a stubborn person. He's not really a complacent person, so he'll keep working on it. And I think that's one thing that is great about this podcast in general is we can take this as a tool to help us in just everyday life. As we're on the brink of college, we're ending high school. We're going to be thrust in all these social positions and really need to work on ourselves so we don't lose ourselves between the friends we have and the journeys we go on. And so I think that's kind of what we'll try to do in the last episode and when it comes to more people. So um, thank you, Bennett. Thank you, Warren and Calloway. Um, so I think that'll wrap it up for all yeah. of us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening.